And we've got a punt, or pardon me, a snap over the head of the quarterback, Stewart. Stewart covers it up inside the 15, and we have a flag on the play as well. It'll depend on uh, who moved first. Yeah, I don't think uh, Midland was ever set, and the center snapped the ball. So uh, best-case scenario, Dort's able to decline this and have a huge loss for the, the Midland offense. Yeah, best-case scenario for Midland is someone from Dort lined up in the neutral zone. It doesn't look like there's going to be yards marked off, though, and this is going to be an illegal shift against Midland, and that's going to bring up fourth down. And for Midland, uh, that is not – you work yourself into a third and three situation, and uh, suddenly – you're faced fourth down and more than 20, and uh, you're going to give Dort great field position potentially on their first offensive series. Yeah, I think I think the Midland coaching staff was really happy to be in that third and short. Um, they look forward to that, and uh, to have a bad snap or ill-timed snap, uh, really beneficial for the Dort defenders. Nathan Caban goes back near midfield. This will be that rugby-style kick, line drive kick, and Kabanga will let it drop. Tip picks it up at the 45, stutter steps. He's to the 45 of Midland, to the 40, inside the 35, and he's going to be brought down at the 32-yard line and positive field position for the Dort defenders as they swing the field position battle almost immediately. And I, I was questioning Nathan's decision to let that drop on the line drive, but he picked it up, and uh, Midland overran the coverage. Yeah, with those rug rugby-style kicks, uh, the punt team is looking for a big roll. And uh, Nathan picked it up on a cleat bounce and was able, you know, he had plenty of distance between he and the first defender downfield because of the short punt. And, uh, yeah, he took advantage of it and had a great return. Ethan Thomas turns, hands off, and it's up the middle and expect to see a fair amount of that today. Anthony Trojan on the carry for the defenders, and that will be, well, let's double-check that. I believed it was going to be Anthony Trojan to start, but instead it's Nick Wellen. We're going to have Nick Wellen. Well, it's Wellen lining up at the fullback, and it is Trojan in the backfield. So 22 Trojan in the backfield for the defenders. 5'8", Jr. Thomas is going to run option, keeps it himself, and he is brought down inside the 30, down at the 27-yard line. And talking with the Dort coaching staff this week, it may be a case where, you know what, you've got the experience up front with the offensive line. You may lean on them pretty heavily, at least to try to set the tone in today's contest. Yeah, having a lot of returners up front, probably the best offensive line in the conference. Uh, you, you're going to ride those big guys up front. Ethan Thomas... Looks to the sideline for the play. 15 seconds on the play clock. Dort with time to get the play signaled in from the sideline. Three down linemen for Midland up front. Ethan Thomas checks. He's going to run option again to the right. Has Trojan for the pitch. Instead keeps it himself and darts out of bounds at the 21-yard line. Could have maybe picked up a yard or two more, but elects to get out of bounds. And you like to see your quarterback make smart decisions early in a contest. Move the chains and keep the offense on the field yeah exactly Mike uh, you don't want your quarterback to ever take any hits that he doesn't need to so if he has a chance to get out of bounds we want to see Ethan do that so Ethan Thomas he's been uh, basically taking first team snaps most of the last couple weeks floats it over the middle and this is going to be picked off at the 10 out to the 15 to the 20 this is trouble to the 30 to the 35 40 sidesteps a player Alex Heisman trying to give chase and finally dragged down out of bounds. Anthony Trojan 
makes the tackle in Dort territory down near the 15-yard line. I'm checking if there are any flags on the play. And uh, there is one, but it might be on the return, I think. Yeah, I believe it was as well. Yep, they're at the 40 at the 39-yard line. I believe we're going to have an illegal block. So that will be well, Ethan Thomas that time floating to the left, throwing across his body and uh, just got too much air under it. And now the defense is going to have to come out for Dort and see if they can get another stop. Yeah, you really want to see Ethan get further outside the pockets, square up the shoulders, get a little bit more on the ball. I think he had the opportunity to get outside, um, but chose to throw early and uh, sailed the ball over the middle and easy interception for Midland. And this may be a case where, um, yeah, early season. Uh, Ethan got a fair amount of snaps last year, but it was not where he played extensively by any means. And so the defense will come out to the field. First down and 10 for Midland at their own 25-yard line, and basically no harm, no foul. And now it's picked off on the far sideline. I believe that's Grant Hickson. Hickson on the interception, and uh, both teams turnovers early on, and Hickson, the sophomore, Comes up and makes the play, and just like that, uh, wow, the momentum swings early and off, and Midland thought they had the ball deep in Dort territory. Penalty takes it away, and now the Dort defenders get it back. Similar situation, now first down and 10 at the 28-yard line. Yeah, Stewart just badly underthrew his receiver there and took advantage of it, and uh, now Dort with the offense back on the field. Ethan Thomas... Running back behind him is Anthony Trojan. Midland showing movement, far side. That was Trevor Havlicek. Creeping up to the sideline from an outside linebacker's spot. Stewart turns, fakes the handoff, throws it out in the flat, Bolden. Bolden with an eight yard pickup after the catch. And that'll be a second down and three. And in effect, a long handoff. And Eli Bolden carries it about seven yards setting up a favorable second down and three. Second down and three on the way. Now Dort will send two to the left side. That's Bolden and Jungling. Ethan Thomas pitches over to Tro a Trojan. Trojan picks up a first down, and he is out of bounds at the 20-yard line, and that's a Dort first down. Well, right now, Coach Penner and his offensive staff have to be ex happy with how Ethan Thomas is running the option so far. He's made some great reads. Uh, no one went to carry it himself and went to pitch, and that was a good read by Ethan on that play. And there is no substitute for the experience. Hand off to Trojan up the middle, and Trojan spins out of a tackle, spins away. He's inside the 10 down to the 8-yard line, and that was one thing that Coach Jeff Jamrog made a point of during the pregame show and in our interview. He talked about his team missing, uh, missing tackles last week, and uh, there that showed. Yeah, their opening game against Sterling, they're probably a more talented football team than Sterling, but just did not play well, especially on the defensive side of the ball. First and goal to go from the eight. Hand off to Trojan. Trojan lowers his head and picks up a couple of yards, and that was purely the offensive line getting uh, Midland's defensive line, powering them off of the ball for about a three-yard pickup on the play. Second and goal from the six. So the running back is Anthony Trojan. He's a junior. Also in the backfield is Nick Wellen. He's at that 
almost a wingback spot in this pistol set. Now they're going to run left, pitch it. This is Wellen. Wellen inside the five, dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Nick Wellen. Nick Wellen with the touchdown carry. And the Dort defenders are on the board. They lead six to nothing pending the point after. So Nick Wellen, 5'10", 201-pounder from Brush, Colorado, his first carry of the day, and that'll send Brett Zachman onto the field. Zachman, the carry. Looks like we have uh, an injured player on the field here, Mike. That's the holdup. Okay, and we have uh, in the end zone, and it looks like a white jersey. That is Midland, and uh, we won't... uh, no guessing here as they'll help him to his feet. And I would imagine before the day is over, we'll have uh, some cramping issues and things like that because as nice as it feels up in the stands, it is warm down on the turf, and uh, they will help the player off of the field. Walks off with some assistance, so that brings Brett Zachman on to kick the point after. So the defender's on the board first, 6 to nothing with 9.37 left to play in this first quarter of action. Zachman, very reliable last season. 47 of 53 on point after tries, the junior from Leesburg, Florida. And he will kick it out of the hole to Blade Coons, the sophomore from Van Meter. Snap is down, kick is up, and Zachman, plenty of leg on that one. Clears the fence behind the scoreboard. And Dort leads 7-0. 7-0 our score. Let's take a break. You're watching the Dort Media Network. And uh, this first time out made possible by Casey's Bakery. High towering kickoff as we return to play. Midland returning out to the 15, to the 20, to the 25. And buried at the 25-yard line, the return man, Dalton Tremaine for Midland. And that'll bring up first down and 10 for Midland at their own 29-yard line. And for Midland now, trailing 7-0. I get the sense with their offense where they're at, they do not want to play from behind by more than a score, so uh, pretty important here that they put together some sort of drive. E.J. Stewart, the quarterback. Stewart in relief of River Walker, who started last week, injured, not on the two deep this week, and carry straight up the middle. Not much there for Midland's Brandon Bloom. It'll bring up second down and eight. Yeah, Stewart is an experienced quarterback. He's played quite a bit, has uh, a number of starts under his belt, but um, you know, st- to start the season, he was number two. So it says a little bit about where they're at uh, after an injury. River Walker, a little more multi-dimensional in terms of his threat. Handoff up the middle. This is Bloom again, and Bloom working his way forward for three yards. That will bring up third down and five. So E.J. Stewart, the quarterback, and as he said, a senior. We saw him last year at Fremont, struggled a little bit early on and gave way to River Walker, and River actually uh, had a pretty nice game against the defenders leading Midland back, and uh, he was multidimensional, a little more dynamic, and uh, was a threat to run. Stewart doesn't bring quite that same element of surprise. Pass in the flat, deflected, falls incomplete, 
And the Dort defense comes up with another stop. It's going to be fourth down and five. And the Dort defense right now, uh, I would call it playing downhill. A lot of confidence, and uh, you, you hope that o aggressiveness doesn't turn into over-aggressiveness and you bite on something you shouldn't. But right now, they're playing with a lot of confidence, Kyle. Yeah, they're just making some nice reads. Uh, Coach Nutt has the guys uh, well prepared for this one early on. Um, we'll see how teams adjust as the game goes on and if there's some new looks coming out. Cabongo back at his own 31-yard line. Punt will happen. Line of scrimmage was the 34. This is a towering kick. Cabongo will field it at the 23-yard line. Calls for the fair catch, and it'll be first down for the defenders. Plenty of real estate in front of them. First down and 10 at the 20, their own 23 with 8.07 remaining in the game. Dort leads it 7 to nothing. 7-0 our score. Some of the other games going on in the conference today. Dakota Wesleyan is at Mount Marty. A lot of people asking, oh, well, what's Mar Marty going to bring to the table? I said, Who I knows? have no idea. <laughs> I have knows? no idea. They've had a coaching change this summer as well, and uh, you just – we'll see. Yeah. And Dakota Wesleyan playing their second game of the year. Stewart back to pass. Uh, pardon me. Thomas back to pass, rolling right, wide open is Bolden. Bolden to the 30, inside the 30, down to the 25-yard line. And Ethan Thomas laid it out there, and he made, Kyle, that 50-yard uh, that pass in the air look pretty easy. Well, it looked like a Midland defensive secondary that did not think Ethan Thomas could throw the ball 50 yards in the air, and he proved them wrong. Yeah. He's got a nice strong arm, and he'll get it out there for our receivers. Yeah, he made that pretty easy, and if he uh, lays it out just a little bit further, but nice thing, he threw it to the outside shoulder, and there really wasn't much chance of an interception or anything like that there as well. Thomas that time keeps it himself. Loses the half yard on the play. It's going to be second down and 11. Yeah, but still a smart play. Uh, even though this is a... I guess technically a sack with a one-yard loss, not forcing the ball downfield, uh, making a smart decision and tucking it and getting what he could. And not and going backwards. Yeah, live to play another another down here. 7-10 remaining, first quarter play. Thomas, the quarterback, looks to the sideline, has 12 on the play clock. Thomas. Ethan turns, fakes the handoff. He's got room to run. He has a seam. Now he cuts it to the outside and falls forward inside the 20 down to the 19-yard line, and that will bring up third down and three. Thought maybe if he cut it yeah. back towards the hash, uh, he maybe had a chance at something a little bit more, but uh, split-second decision, he had he dove inside. Right, and, and Trojan was in good pitch relationship. Uh, we always say a downfield pitch equals six. And uh, if Ethan could have got the ball out there late, uh, probably would have walked into the end zone, but probably a smarter play just to tuck it and get where you could. Third down and two. Thomas keeps it himself, tries to get to the edge and pitches towards Trojan that time. And uh, is that going to be an incomplete? Was he? I think it was. Backwards. He was behind the line of scrimmage. Oh. They did call it incomplete. Must have been forward. The forward pass. So fourth down and two, and that'll bring Zachman onto the field. Zachman, this will be a 36-yard attempt. He's got plenty of leg. We'll see if he has the accuracy today. At a long last year of 43, Zachman steps it off. 6-17 remaining here in the first quarter. Dort leading 7-0, looking to add to it. Zachman is ready. Coons, the snap, the kick. Plenty of leg. Might have floated it right, and it is no good. 
So no good. And Brett Zachman sends it just wide right. And it'll be first down and 10 for Midland. And they'll take over at the defender 20-yard line. So Dort misses on the opportunity to increase their advantage. Leads 7 to nothing, And E.J. Stewart back on the field. And we may, we may have a quarterback change here, Kyle. Yeah, we do. Rolling left, under pressure. And it's rolling right is Jake Ashby. Do you have him as number four on your on the two deep? Yes. Double checking that. Yep. Jake Ashby, a senior, six three, two hundred pounder. He comes on in relief. So Ashby, after a couple of series for Midland, they're going to take a look at Ashby here. Second down and eight. Picked up two on the play. Fakes left, comes back right, and there's nothing there for him. He's going to get punished on that play. And the first man there for the Dort defense was Tanner Milliken. Milliken makes it third down and eight. Well, based on those two first two snaps by uh, Ashby, it looks like he's a guy that wants to cause, cause some issues with his legs, uh, not hesitating to take tuck the ball and run. Um, not a lot out of those first two plays, but uh, that's the element he brings. Third down and eight, Ashby back to pass, under pressure, spins away. He's going to scramble, and he's going to be brought down from behind. That's Colton Vanderberg on the tackle, short gain on the play. And they say that the man was down. Colton came away with the football, but uh, they're going to say that the quarterback, Ashby, was down, and that will bring up fourth down and long. Boy, that was really bang, bang on the, on the potential fumble here. Mike, if we can watch the replay. Um, nice job yeah, right tried there. Stripping, stripping it. it. Boy, it looks like the ball's behind him as he hits the ground. Yep. <laughs> Our opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't. Nathan, We're going to end up with good field position anyhow. Nathan Cabongo back to receive a towering kick. Again, calls for the fair catch at the 30. And he takes it at the 30-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 30, leading 7-0, 4-16 remaining in this first quarter of play. So the early impressions uh, feels like a typical season opener for the uh, defenders in terms of, you know, some flashes early, but also a few things were not in midseason form yet. Right, yeah. Defensively playing great. Flying around the field, making tackles. Offensively, just a little bit more consistency. Running the ball nice. Um, Got to keep that up. Ethan Thomas hands it off. Trojan, Trojan. Second effort. Picks up six yards on the play. And uh, those offensive linemen doing the job, getting him two or three yards right away. And Trojan picks himself up. And he's a little gimpy. He's going to come off to the sideline. We're going to get our first look at uh, Josh Bush. Josh Bush, they're going to line hum, him up at a wing, so they're going to put Wellen at the running back and Bush at the wing. Bush, pretty electric from what they tell me in practice and workout, so we'll see if they get him the ball. They're going to run pitch. They get it over to Bush. Bush is going to be brought down at the 37-yard line, so no gain on the play. That's going to bring up third down and four. So third and four for the defenders. Yeah, Midland did a nice job that 
that play of stringing it out, uh, forcing Bush to run laterally instead of being able to get upfield. I think once he can get his shoulders turned, uh, we're going to see some good things from him. He needs a little bit of space to work with. Thomas back to pass, under pressure, gets it over to Junkling, gets a block from Bolden, and he's close to a first down. And Eli Bolden, the Harlan, Iowa prod. Well, was that Eli? No, it was not. That was Carson Brown. Carson Brown, give credit where credit's due. He got out and sprung jungling for just enough to get that first down. Yeah, great job of converting. You know, when you're a receiver and you're running a route, uh, it's tough to get back into a play and make a block. Uh, but that one was huge. Allowed us to get another set of downs here. First down and 10 from the Midland 42-yard line. Man in motion. Thomas hands it off. This is Wellen. Wellen picks up a couple of yards on the play. It's going to be second down. And uh, looks like a long seven to me. 2.25 left to go first quarter. Dort leading 7-0 on that uh, touchdown run by Nick Wellen. 7-0 our score. Ethan Thomas sends a man in motion left to right. That's Carter King. They hand it off to Wellen. Wellen, the ball carrier. Wellen head down and runs for another couple yards after contact. And that will be a Dort first down. And that's a 12-yard pickup all the way into Midland territory down to the 44-yard line. Well, an example again of uh, what Coach Jamrog from Midland was talking about, uh, being able to make tackles. Quick snap by the defenders. They pitch it over to Wellen. Wellen turns the corner inside the 40 down to the 37-yard line. And that time, Wellen didn't let the play get stretched out. He... Uh, planted his right foot and turned up field and picked up five, six yards. Second down and three, so a seven-yard pickup on the play for Wellen. And Ort's going to go quick again. Thomas looking, rolling. He's under pressure, throws it down the field, caught by Jungling down to the 11-yard line, and that's a Dort first down, and I've said it before. I will say it again. He makes those tough catches look so simple and easy, and there was nothing easy about that catch. No, for sure. He had a defender crawling all over him, but he was able to come down with the ball. But uh, another really good decision by Thomas, just extending that play just enough to allow Jungling to adjust his route, get enough distance between he and the defender, and Thomas got it out there good for him. Wherewithal to know where the line of scrimmage was as well. Hand off to Trojan and Anthony Trojan after a quick breather to shake things off. Pickup of three on the play. It's going to be second down and seven. We're under a minute left to go in the first quarter, and Dort's offense uh, trying to get going with their pace. They were a little more deliberate on their first few drives, but now they're trying to get the tempo up. 30 seconds remaining, first quarter of play. Let's see if the defenders can punch one in here before the quarter comes to a close. Defenders can get a first down without uh, getting into the end zone, and now we have... We have a midland timeout. The timeout on the field. With 22 seconds left to go in the first quarter, you're listening and watching Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. This time out brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com.
So Midland calls the first time out of the day. Trailing 7-0, an opportunity to give their defense a breather. Ball is at the eight-yard line. Dort can pick up a first down if they get to the, it looks like the two. So it's second down and six here from the eight. Thomas fakes the handoff, rolling right. Pass underneath is battered away, incomplete, intended for Bolden. And knocked down on the play by Travis Voigt for Midland. And that'll bring up third down for the defenders with 18 seconds left to play in the first quarter. And this is where uh, we'll find out if we have a power runner or not on this team. Uh, past seasons, obviously, you, you hate to talk about the past, but when you had somebody like Noah Clayberg or Levi Sconehoven who could bury their head and just go straight ahead, uh, these kind of plays were relatively simple. But uh, today... Not as much. Different Not personnel, much. and it's a new year. It's a new year. Um, that's the excitement of it, right, is what's what will be the identity of this football team. I think with an offensive line like what we have here at Dort University, uh, you're still going to rely on that power run game because of those guys up front. But you need to have somebody to, behind it to uh, stick the ball up in there and get positive yards. And we want to tell you that this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. And uh, we'll keep it right here, Dort Media Network. I saw you throw the graphic up there for Casey's Bakery, so we got that taken care of. A few crowd shots at, uh, from the Dort Media Network. There's the uh, Dort huddle. Dort called that timeout facing third down and seven. So I think both teams here at the end of the first quarter realizing uh, this – you hate to put too much on one series, but it's a pretty pivotal point of the game. Well, judging by past seasons uh, and how close the, this matchup has been, every score is going to be important. So if we can get seven out of this, uh, that would be huge. Um, so, yeah, very important play here. Thomas back to pass over the middle, incomplete, looking for Hayden Large. And that's going to bring up fourth down and seven with 14 seconds left to play in the quarter. And uh, on to attempt his second field goal of the day will be Brett Zachman. And Zachman will be attempting, if my math is right, this will be about a 25-yarder. And it'll be from the right hash mark. The last one was from the left hash mark and about 20 yards further he had the distance. Uh, not worried about the leg, you're worried about the accuracy. And let's see if Brett can make this a 10-0 ball game. Zachman looks at the uprights. And the snap is down, kick is up, and the kick good. is good. And the defenders have a 10-0 lead with 14 seconds left to go in the first quarter. You're watching Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. So 10 to nothing our score, the Dort defenders with the two score lead now. And uh, well, things got a little tense there for the end of the first quarter already. Both teams using a timeout. The defenders using one of their timeouts uh, to talk about things on offense. And uh, they were looking for Hayden Large, a nice big target, the tight end who kept getting better and better last year as the season went along. And uh, just a uh, pass that was a little out of his reach but uh, right idea, and uh, hey, 
Didn't turn the ball over, got a field goal, got points. Let's see if the defense can keep doing what they've been doing. Yeah, and uh, with the offense sustaining drives uh, like they've done so far today, keeping that Midland defense on the field, uh, that's going to pay dividends as this game goes because we're going to wear them out, our big offensive line pounding on people. Um, we're going to be running the ball better as, as the game continues. So Zachman checks, and he is ready with a kickoff, and a kickoff towards the far sideline taken inside the five at the 10-yard line. That's Jake Ashby on the return. And I'm not sure, want to make sure on that. No, that was a different return man for Midland. Beg your pardon, it's Ashby who's in at quarterback. And uh, that's the joys also of the early season of football. You don't know who you're going to see. And uh, two deeps, I think I've seen two or three versions of a two deep this week. And uh, that is nothing against coaching staffs, nothing against sports information offices. It's just a, a lot of uncertainty early in the season. Handoff up the middle, pickup of two on the play, and I believe that was Brayton Van Kickericks, first man there for the defenders from the linebacker spot. And that's going to bring the end of the first quarter, and we're going to be taking a break. This time out, and this quarter break brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Coming away with that play, that interception off the batted ball is Mino Jones. Mino with the interception. And the Dort defense, they are, they, well, there's blood in the water right now. They, they, are, uh, they are getting after it. Well, yeah, you see a, a number three quarterback in the game. It, it brings the defense to life, right? There's going to be opportunities for turnovers and interceptions like this. Um, we had a couple people with hands on the ball there. Uh, but Mino ends up with the interception, putting the offense in great field position. I thought maybe friendly fire would uh, take it out <laughs> of his hands, but it did not. Now Dort with a quarterback change as well. They're giving Tyler Reynolds a look here at the ball at the 41-yard line. Reynolds back to pass, dodging and held onto it a little too long, and he's going to be thrown for a loss of nine on the play. It's going to bring up second down to 19, football back at the uh, midfield stripe. Yeah, and this was part of the game plan uh, going into this week is to give Tyler Reynolds some reps here. Uh, as a senior, he's been through a lot and done a lot of good things. Hasn't had much of a, a fall camp, so they want to see what he can do in a game situation. Yeah, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago, got dinged up a little bit, uh, might have strained a hamstring or something like that, and that – that made the decision pretty easy for today. They got uh, Thomas ready as quickly as they could. Bush is going to be thrown for a loss on the play. It's going to be third down and 19. Take a look at those first quarter stats. Dort 71 yards on the ground, 156 yards total, 85 yards passing. Of course, one of those, the uh, most of those coming on the completion to Eli Bolden for 49 yards. So third and 19 for the defenders. Football at midfield. And Reynolds is your quarterback. Reynolds 
keeps it himself, and he's going to pick up six yards on the play, and that's going to bring up fourth down. And fourth down, and uh, looks like 13 yards, and it'll be Dort's first punt, or first opportunity to punt. Blade Coons, a 40-yard average, will come on to punt, and uh, we'll see if Dort can uh, play a little punt and pin here and get Midland deep in their own territory. Dalton Tremaine is back to return for the Warriors. He's inside the 10. Line of scrimmage is the 44-yard line, and so if Blade Coons can stick with his season average from last year, uh, should send it inside the 10. Spiraling kick taken at the five-yard line. Nice punt. Tremaine had to field it, and he's bottled up on the uh, sideline. Forced out of bounds at the 10-yard line, and uh, Coons that time might have sent it a little long, but uh, Tremaine had to make a decision, and he fielded it at the 10-yard line. Right, and, you know, those those days of, you know, when you used to play on natural surfaces and the way the ball would bounce on grass and crowned football fields, if the ball was uh, going to fly inside the 10, you'd typically tell your returner to let it go. Uh, those days have changed with the turf, Flat fields, ball typically will stick. Um, so it's probably a wise decision to field that. Uh, but tough starting field position for Midland. Yeah, starting at their own 10-yard line. Stewart inside handoff and uh, first positive run play in a while. And uh, that's a new running back in for the Warriors as well. That is Ricky Anderson. Anderson, a sophomore running back, and now he's shaken up on the play. And that uh, it's a first down. It was a pickup of... 17 on the play, and it looks like he might be dealing with a cramp issue. It'll be first down and 10 at the 27 when we resume play. So let's take a look at those numbers from the first quarter of play. Ethan Thomas, 4 of 8 passing for 85 yards for the defenders. Ethan Thomas, 4 carries for 16 yards. Anthony Trojan, 6 for 28. Nick Wellens, 4 for 27, including that touchdown. Levi Jungling and Eli Bolden with two catches apiece. Tackles, Jalen Placide with three, and Grant Hickson had that interception for Midland. Uh, E.J. Stewart was 0 of 2 passing and running. Um, they had a long of six, long run of six in the first quarter, and uh, they had positive yardage there for about 17 yards, but uh, may have paid a price here with the running back who got those 17 yards uh, shaken up on the play. Yeah, you hope this isn't a serious injury. Uh, he's up a little gingerly. I'm going to get assisted off the field. So Ricky Anderson, and uh, he's not putting any weight on that right leg, as you can see. And we return to action. So it'll be first down and 10, 12, 32 left to play here in the first quarter. Dort's defense pitching a shutout thus far, forcing a couple of turnovers, a couple of uh, interceptions. Mino Jones and Grant Hickson with an interception each. Colton Vandenberg lining up on the near defensive end. Stewart sends a man in motion from left to right. Stewart turns, hands, and a little bit of room to run there. And trying to bounce to the outside, that's Midland's Brandon Bloom. It's a pickup of three on the play. It'll be second down and seven. Second and seven from the 30. 
12.03 and counting. First quarter of play, Dort leading 10 to nothing, and they're going to get to halftime feeling like they left some points on the points on the table. Stewart. Turns, hands, gives to Bloom. Bloom, ball carrier, and Bloom, nothing there. Tackle by Drew Dom. Dom, a sophomore, and he had a great freshman year last year. Had five and a half sacks, was in on 47 tackles. I believe he had 7.5 tackles for a loss. Makes the stop there, setting up third down and seven. Yeah, and uh, putting Midland in a third and long situation is where this Dort defensive unit wants to be. You know, uh, they... Midland hasn't had success throwing the ball, so let's put them in throwing situations. So Stewart. Back to pass. Pressure. Throws out in the flat, and the pass is complete to Austin Harris. Short gain on the play. Maybe a yard, and that's it. It's going to bring up fourth down and long, so good coverage there by the defenders. Gave up the pass to the outside, but didn't give up much for yardage. Yeah, exactly. You just uh, keep those throws in front of you. Uh, come up and make a tackle and uh, get off the field. So the Dort defense holds again. And the defenders should get the ball in pretty good field position. We'll see if Cole Lundy can pop one here. Line of scrimmage, the 31, a spiraling kick towards the sideline. And uh, Dort trying to run a little trick. <laughs> Trick play on it as they were watching Cabongo coming to the near sideline and they were going to bring Jalen Placide from the backside and Placide didn't get there quite in time and it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the 21-yard line. Yeah, well, it, it pretty much worked like they were planning. It's just that Placide wasn't able to feel it clean uh, and get upfield right away because he had some room to run. Um, Midland reacted pretty well and uh, made the stop back at the 21. That is a new wrinkle I hadn't seen. And Brandon McCormick, special teams coordinator for the defenders, thinking a little outside the box there. Anthony Trojan, four-yard pickup on the play. It'll be second down and six. So when you were a head coach, Kyle, did you like your uh, did you like your special teams coordinator thinking outside the box, or did you want it to be pretty vanilla? Well, you wanted to have sound principles and uh, really build build your special teams around sound principles but it, you know it keeps the excitement on the team when you do throw in some wrinkles like that uh, players like to have a little fun with it second down and six Thomas the quarterback pitches over to Trojan Trojan out to the 32 yard line I beg your pardon out to the 37 yard I tried again 32 I'm trying to get into midseason four and you had as well. So a pickup of seven on the play. It'll be first down and ten for the defenders. Yeah, Ethan kind of had an odd grip on the ball when he made that pitch. Uh, I'm sure uh, Coach Pender is going to talk to him about his ball handling there, but resulted in a good play. Nick Wellen, the ball carrier, and Wellen low to the ground, and he hits the hole pretty hard and uh, picks up six on the play. He doesn't, or five on the play. Doesn't need a lot of room to uh, pick up some yardage the way it seems. Right, and, and being able to run in between the tackles is important. Uh, mix it up in the run game, inside tackles, a little bit outside with the option play. Um, I think that's going to be a good positive area that offensive coaches are going to look at. Second and five, Thomas turns the corner and falls forward to the 44-yard line, and that's another Dort first down, and not breaking the big one here, but 
stringing together first downs and uh, keeping the offense on the field and more importantly keeping Midland's defense on the field. Right, and, and actually D Midland had that play defended really well. They had a guy out at the pitch, a um, couple players inside on Thomas, but he was still able to pick up the first down. Ethan Thomas, and that pistol eye, he gives it off. And nothing there for Trojan. Trojan ran into a wall at the 45-yard line. It'll be second down and nine. One of the few times we have seen the Dort running backs stop for no gain on the play. And we have a Midland player shaken up. I was I was checking to see if there was a Dort player that, because Anthony came off to the sideline, but uh, we've got a Midland player shaken up. And uh, Dort with a 10-0 lead, eight minutes remaining here in the first half. You're watching the Dort Media Network, and uh, at halftime we'll try our best to track down some scores as this is the first week of full Great Plains Athletic Conference football taking place. Matchups, including we talked about Dakota Wesleyan and Mount Marty, how you don't really know what's going to be coming there. Hastings at Northwestern. Northwestern went over presentation last week. Doan is at Briar Cliff, and Concordia is at Morningside. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff this evening. It will be second down and nine. When we resume play, Dort at their own 45-yard line and, in effect, a free timeout for the defenders. Ethan Thomas looks to the sideline. Second down and nine, running back. I believe that's Wellen behind him. To the near side, Eli Bold in the running, uh, the wide receiver. Thomas pitches over to Wellen. Wellen near midfield. And Wellen picks up positive yardage to the midfield stripe, and that sets up a manageable third down and three. And uh, that's where Dort wants to be in third down, third down and three, third down and four. Give your team, give your offensive line uh, a chance to uh, keep the chains moving. Yeah, and just to get some positive yards there on that play uh, was huge. Had a little mix-up in the backfield. Thomas back to pass, oh, and right. pass is incomplete, and... Uh, Looked like there was a little bit of contact before the pass got to leave, uh, to a jungling on the coverage for Midland. Player that's not on my two deep, that is Cameron Payne. And from our vantage point, happened right in front of us, certainly looked like jungling got bumped off of the ball before he had the opportunity to make a play and the ball was in the air and we had that contact. Yeah, and he, he was in position. Um, defender went right through Jungling's body to get to the ball that uh, should have been pass interference. Coons will punt. Tremaine is back to receive. Line drive taken by Tremaine. No, he's going to let it drop inside the five and it goes into the end zone. The line drive punt that'll result in a touchback. It'll be first down and 10 at the 20 for the Midland Warriors. So Midland will take over first down and 10 at their own 20. Some score updates. Uh, Northwestern is up 21 to nothing. And checking what uh, the Doan score is. We'll try to check that out. Uh, 
No update yet on that score. So we'll uh, chase those down at halftime. Back to passes Stewart. Stewart dumps it off underneath. Screen play. Pass is complete. And a first down for the Warriors to Bloom. Uh, short of the first down, actually. Looks like he's going to be stopped at the 27-yard line. And that'll bring up second down and threes. We're past the midpoint of the second quarter of play. Handoff underneath, and now Midland trying to go quick. Get the tempo up as well, trying to give Dort a dose of their own medicine. Brandon Bloom on the carry, and that'll bring up third down and one. Colton Vandenberg on the tackle. So third down and one for the Warriors. They have not had many first downs here this afternoon. Stewart back to pass, and he throws it up for grabs, and it is interception near midfield, and we have a flag on the play. Flag on the play near midfield. I... They're going to throw that near the 45. And it looks like they're going to keep everyone on the field. In all likelihood, this will be a pass interference call would be my guess. We'll see if we get a replay on that or not. And here's our replay. He was under pressure, throws it up. I didn't see anything, but maybe the, I mean, the shot just wasn't there either. So 10 yard penalty. I guess uh, maybe earlier in the play they, they saw a hold. Um, boy, it looked like both receivers were running pretty pretty easily out there. So yeah. I didn't quite see what the officials saw there, but it so might the, have been before the... The hold happens. That's called if it's the pass isn't in the air at that point, correct? Correct. Yep. Yeah. First down and 10 at the 39. Stewart sends a man in motion. Stewart. Hands it off, Bloom, Bloom. And Midland trying to grind out a drive here to close the first half. 6-10 left to play. That's going to bring up second down and six. Second and six for the Warriors at their own 43-yard line. And Dort had a player shaken up on that interception as well, so they have moved some people around in the secondary. I believe that was Hickson who ended up moving, uh, coming off of the field. Stewart fakes the handoff, back to pass. He's got a man open over the top and overthrows him incomplete. Jalen Placide coming over on the uh, coverage as well. So he had safety help over the top. Mino Jones was the corner, and that'll bring up third down and six. Sound defense uh, looked like they might have had a step or two early, but... Uh, Placide came over on the help. Yeah, and Placide, in, uh, coming from the safety position, did a good job of staying over top of the play and being a, in a position to defend against the pass there. Third down and six. Dort wants the football back. Midland at their own 43-yard line. Need the 49 for a first down. Back to pass is Stewart, and he's under pressure, and that's a quarterback sack. Not much... Protection put up that time. Bryce Christian, a sophomore linebacker from Texas for the defenders. His first quarterback sack of the season. He had four tackles for a loss last year. Another one of those freshmen who were 
pressed into action last year, helped out actually by the spring football portion of the schedule, and he comes up and makes a quarterback sack, and now Dort will get it back. Favorable field position in all likelihood, Cabongo at his own 25-yard line. Yeah, and a nice job by Coach Nutt of drawing up a blitz at the perfect time. Rugby-style kick towards the sideline, takes a bounce, and Dort scatters. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at their own 31-yard line. First and 10 for the defenders at their own 31. Not bad field position. Again, 446 remaining here in the first half of play. Dort leading 10-0. 10 to nothing. our score coming up at halftime. We'll have a look at some highlights. We'll take some breaks as well. And we will uh, check in with some scores from across the conference. Mitchell Van Regen Mortar, senior from Morris, Iowa. All conference selection last year and at center. Snap, handoff. Anthony Trojan on the carry. And Trojan picks up five yards on the play. It'll be second down and five. Second and five. So Trojan and Wellen getting the bulk of the carries this afternoon. Dort a little thin in their running back position. You'd uh, normally have Carter Skibout working through as well. He is not in uniform today. We have a flag on the play before the defense, before the offense came set. So false start against the offense and that'll take away the five yard gain and set up second down and ten. So 422 remaining. 4.22 left to play. First half, Dort leading 10 to nothing. Ethan Thomas keeps it himself, trying to get to the outside and good shoestring tackle that time by the Midland defense. And the Midland defense has uh, made some adjustments and they have uh, kept the Dort offense in check here on their last several possessions now. That tackle made by Chris, uh, Braden, nope, try it again, Christian Harmon. Christian Harmon wearing number 10 this afternoon. So third down and 10 for the defenders, 3.51 remaining. Dort leading 10 to nothing in the first half of play. Back to pass is Thomas. Thomas steps back, scrambles out of the pocket, rolling right, has a man open, floats it over the top, and he had Levi Jungling open on the sideline. Would have had enough for a first down, but he had to drop it in over a defensive player and uh, just overshot Jungling, and that'll bring up fourth down and 10 with 3.40 remaining here in the first half of play. Yeah, tough to put some touch on that pass when you're uh, on the move like Thomas was there, but um, they'll settle him down. I think there's a little bit of that first game overexcitedness, a uh, little bit too much adrenaline running. Uh, through his veins. Uh, they'll settle him in uh, at halftime and uh, look forward to the second half. So 3.40 left to play in, in the first half. And we have a timeout on the field. This is going to be a timeout charged to the Dort defenders. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com.
Blade Coons on to punt with 3.40 remaining. Puts his foot into it. Sends it towards the sideline taken at the 31-yard line. Pretty good coverage that time by the Dort defense, or probably the special teams. And Midland will take over first down and 10 at their own 30 with 3.28 left to play in the first half and just enough time. We'll see if Midland can put together a drive here. Uh, timeout situation. Dort has one left. Midland has two. So uh, might see Dort use one if they can get into a third down situation to preserve the clock. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, Midland's approach here. Are they going to air it out, try to uh, get something going through the air, or are they going to keep it on the ground? Stewart slings it over to the far side, and nothing there on the completion. That's Austin Harris, and uh, was that Abe Stays, number 12, coming up to make the tackle? You bet. Good open field tackle. So Abe, sophomore. So many of these players got time last year as freshmen, and you look down, and, yep, they're sophomores. And, yeah, depending on how they want to approach their collegiate career, they can have this year plus another three if they want, depending on their fields of study and everything. Or even at worst, they're just – freshmen or sophomores now pass completed to the near side Jalen Placide played the ball Kenneth Carr goes up and takes it away and that's a first down for the Midland Warriors indoor territory at the 44 yard line chaos we had players coming off of the field and we're going to have well Dort had too many guys on the field or offsides Um, I'm not sure if Midland was ever set, <laughs> but uh, I, I, honestly, I was too busy watching our guys trying to get off the field. I wasn't sure if. Yeah, Midland Colton Vanderberg right was there. trying to get off of the field. That was the one who got the officials' attention because he ran. So an offsides against the defenders, and now Midland. Uh, Midland thinking about uh, well, with 2:42 left to go in the half, these last couple minutes of a half can be such. So important, and it's first and five for the Warriors. Handoff, and the Dort defense comes up to make the stop. Brayton Van Kickerick's first player there on the carry, and that'll bring up second down. So little or no gain on the play for Andrew Miller. Yeah, Midland having the ball with really good field position inside the 40, um, really with Two minutes left in the game, er, in the half, can run anything offensively having two timeouts in their pocket. Second down and five. Stewart wants to send a man in motion. That's Harris. Back to pass. Pass over the middle. Incomplete. Intended for Andrew Miller. And that'll bring up third down and five. Third and five. Pass falls incomplete. So Dort doesn't need to burn a timeout here. Midland right now out of field goal position. Yeah, and trying to run a, a middle screen there. Uh, they had a, had success with the screen earlier in the quarter, uh, but that time went incomplete. They had some guys up front ready to, to block downfield, but just couldn't get the completion. Third down and five, Stewart back to pass. Stewart looking under pressure, slings it over the top. That's going to fall incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth down. So fourth down and five, put on your coaching hat. What are you going to do here? Well, I think with the field position, uh, we're going to see Midland go for it here. Um, Yeah, they've done 
fairly well the last couple of series defensively. Uh, and, you know, what's a punt get you? Maybe 20 yards, 15, 20 yards potentially. So they're going to go for it here and see if they can keep this drive going. Fourth down and five. Football at the 39-yard line. Stewart in the pistol. Running back to his left, back to pass. Throws towards the sideline, and Cabongo comes down with it. Nathan Cabongo with the interception, his first of the year, and Nathan Cabongo, the third interception for the defenders this afternoon. And Dort will now take over first down and 10 inside their own 15-yard line down near the 10. And now for the defenders, Midland, in effect, you talked about a punt. In, in essence, that's what that play ends up being, a punt. And now Midland has two timeouts to stop the clock. They may think about, well, if they get a stop here, they could get the ball back in decent field position as well. We've got a little ways to go here in the first half. 144 remaining. Handoff up the middle. Man, that's Anthony Trojan. A carry picks up maybe two on the play. It's going to bring up second down and eight. And right now Midland letting the clock run. Yeah, you don't want to tell Cabongo, hey, just knock it down. Right. You know, you don't want to take anything away from a defensive player and, and making a, a good defensive play. Uh, but the interception essentially cost Dort almost 30 yards. Fake the handoff, swing pass over to Jungling, Jungling in space, trying to get to the corner, and he is forced out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Clock stops on the play, 109 remaining here in the first half of play. It's going to be third down and five, the clock stopped. And uh, let's see if Dort can pick up a first down here and pick up a first down. You might just think about getting into halftime up 10 to nothing and uh, take that as a positive right now. Exactly. Yeah, that's... They need a first down here because otherwise uh, Midland's going to get the ball with pretty decent field position. Ethan Thomas hands it off to Trojan. Trojan carries, picks up one on the play, and now Midland will use a timeout. And we've got a player shaken up for Midland as well. So did they call a timeout? They did. This they did. timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Line takes a Dort bounce inside the 35 down to the 29 yard line picked up by Tremaine and the Dort special teams pretty uh, disciplined as Dan Jungling comes up to make the tackle and it'll be first down and 10 for Midland back at their own 30 yard line so Blade Coons does the job that you want out of that punter and uh, gets about a 50 yard punt first down and 10 for Midland at their own 30 yeah for Dort that's about as good as what you can hope for in that situation. Flip side of the field, Midland's got to be pretty disappointed that they didn't field that thing in the air. That would probably cost them a good 15 yards. First down and 10 for Midland. And Stewart still in at quarterback. He was relieved for a couple series. Pass over the middle to Harris. Harris pass. Catch for eight-yard pickup on the play. 
It'll be second down, and they're going to give him another yard all the way to the 39, so that's a second down and one. 35 seconds remaining here in the first half. Midland with the football. Back to pass. Stewart, Stewart towards the sideline, and Stewart's pass incomplete. Mino Jones on the coverage, and that'll fall incomplete. It's third down and one with 25 seconds remaining here in the first half. Dort leading 10 to nothing. Some early scores, and so far those have held up. Dort had it inside the uh, 30, I believe, three times. They've got 10 points to show for it. Sidestepped one turnover as well, and they forced three by Midland. Inside handoff, enough for a first down. Short of the midfield stripe, though, at the 45-yard line, and Midland will use, I believe I saw the timeout indication, timeout on the field. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products, caseysbakery.com. you got to think they're going to wish they had this timeout left. <laughs> Um, as this first half winds down, but you got a first down, the clock stopped. Um, boy, e even a move of just getting the quarterback on the ball and and downing it uh, to stop the clock would uh, do a lot more for your offense and using a timeout here. Yep. So now it's going to be first down and ten. And after the timeout. After the timeout, Midland will have it first down and 10 at their own 45-yard line. Officials this afternoon not doing us any favors either. They're not taking a full minute at the timeouts, it doesn't feel like. Back to pass is Stewart. Stewart under pressure, still under pressure, and he's going to go down. See, now uh, you wish you had that timeout. Uh, Sam this, Andrews this, on the sack. This will end the half. Seven seconds left, and Stewart is shaken up. Stewart, under center, snaps it, kills there's the, no clock, time on the clock, and there's no time on the clock, and he's banged up. Hat, we should be at half here. Yep, the clock shows zeros. Our officials are going to confer. And that'll be the end of the first half, and uh, we've talked. We've talked so much, Kyle, and I uh, know we've got to get to a break, and uh, we'll talk about it in the second half. Dort's offense has carried the day so much for them the last five years. The defense this afternoon pitching a shutout through a half of football. Uh, they're doing the job against a very good Midland team. Exactly, yeah. A team that put up, what, 36, 37 points a week ago uh, to get a first-half shutout for uh, this defensive unit uh, is doing a great job. Um an example of having experienced guys on the field, right? Let's go to halftime, and we'll be back with the uh, dance team right after this. We're set for the second half. Dort leading 10 
2-0. And uh, for the defenders, they'll get the uh, ball back, and they'll get the ball to start the second half of play. And uh, back to receive, Levi Jungling and... Is that Drew Dom back there as well? Or is that Aiden Plate Platone? That's going to be taken by Jungling at the goal line. He backs off at the last instant, lets it go through the back of the end zone. And it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 25-yard line. First and 10 at their own 25. And uh, it's only taken me about three or four years to catch on to that rule change. And... Uh, First and 10 at the 25 on the touchback, and Dort sends their offense onto the field, checking if there are any new faces. It doesn't look like it. Ethan Thomas in at quarterback. You've got Bush in at running back, so they're going to uh, give Bush a look. That's Josh Bush. Ethan Thomas, running option to the outside and tripped up at the 27-yard line. And Ethan Thomas... Picks himself up, took a relatively late hit on the play. He was going down, took a shot up around the head and shoulder, and it's going to bring up second down and three. Uh, second down and seven after the gain of three. Yeah, you just want your quarterback to pop up on that play, right? <laughs> it's uh, yeah. looked a little worse than probably it was, but it's good to see Ethan out there. Ethan runs option, pitches over to Bush. Bush at the 25 to the 30, and forced out of bounds at the 30. Four-yard line, so Bush, uh, 33-yard line, and there is not a lot to Josh Bush. Uh, he's 5'6", listed 160 pounds. Uh, need to give him just a little bit of space to work. He is not going to uh, He's not going to get it in between the tackles. Yeah, and that might be, might be a measurement with the helmet, cleats, and the pads on for, for that 160, but he is electrifying. Thomas is going to run option again to the near side. Tries to get it over to Bush, and Bush is knocked. He fumbles, and we've got a flag on the play. I believe we're going to have a face-masking call on the play. Flag came out immediately, and there's not much celebration on the middle inside. I believe they know the call that is coming here. Well, it sure looked like Bush got spun around uh, by something other than a good solid tackle. Yeah, I believe that was it was the player actually who knocked it free, Courtney Chandler, who also scooped it up and raced to the end zone. And uh, the offense has stayed on the field, the defense has stayed on the field, and the officials are conferring. You and I have both been around long enough. The longer they talk, the more nervous we get because <laughs> well, you some sometimes you talk yourself into things. Exactly. Um, Hey, you know, this should be a short conversation, right? Everybody seems to know what the call was. It was pretty evident pretty quick. Um, so let's uh, let's just move on here, guys. Just yeah. mark it off. Go with what you saw. Yeah, because the timing of the fumble, I mean, it came. You know, that's going to be a personal foul. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's maybe it's from where the ball was. I mean, wh yeah, where are they going to spot the football? Yeah, and where where's where are they going to mark off the penalty from? Mm -hmm. um, should be to know if they're at the end of the play while trying to stop the score. Um, 
Looked like Ethan Thomas probably got a little bit dinged up on the play. Okay. Took a little bit of a shot. So we're going to have Reynolds back in the game at quarterback. Don't see them having to do extra tests on Thomas, but uh, enough where he's going to take a play or two off here. Yep. First down and 10 now at the 43 as they get the ball marked off, and I believe that was indeed the conversation. So as I'm told many times, maybe I've just got to let those people do their job. <laughs> Right. First down and 10 at the 43-yard line. Tyler Reynolds in at quarterback, the senior from Yuba City, California. Shoulder surgery last year kept him out of, uh, well, the last 10 games of the season. Played in the first game and then shoulder problems, and uh, he's worked back to get back to where he is at right now. If Dort would need another quarterback, Jacob Loomis, I believe, is the next man up. Hopefully we don't get into that situation unless it is purely by choice. 13:48 left to go in the first in the third quarter. Dort leading 10 to nothing, and the conference continues. Yeah, it seems like uh, Coach Jamrod got into the ear of uh, the official on the far sideline and spurred on some more discussion. I I don't see honestly what uh, this this discussion can be about it, it looked pretty obvious uh, it seems like everybody in terms of players on the field <laughs> they seem to uh seem to know what's going on here so well yeah and uh, i'm not going to take anything I mean, i'm not going to be critical of coach jamrog because he is doing what a his team lost a close game last week um they did not and they are anticipating a year where they want to be in position these first three after these first three weeks to be challenging for a top spot in the conference and uh, he's he's lobbying right now i mean this this is a big part of his season right here this week oh for sure and and he's looking at uh, a potential score getting pulled off the board um momentum yeah, he, momentum the whole work so he he's gonna do all he can to to get as much as possible out of this now we got uh, an offensive lineman a defensive lineman playing a little uh rock paper scissors for the win but <laughs> you gotta love college guys right there <laughs> Well, it seems like by the time kids to be get to be juniors and seniors, they uh, kind of know what the deal is. Uh, there, there's uh, Saturday afternoon is very important, but uh, uh, there's there's a big part of life happening when these guys uh, are done playing football. So it's good to see, just have a little fun as well. And are we ready to resume football? Right. I hope so. Ooh. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, so uh, any negative thoughts I had about Coach Jeff Jamarog? And, uh, well, now you know what yeah, he was lobbying exactly, for. Exactly, yeah, and I would have been doing it as well. And that's something that, I mean, over the that will get reviewed this weekend by the conference. Uh, there's appeals in place and all that kind of stuff, and with the video available, uh, it'll get reviewed, And but, but he may have to. Yep, yep. Right, and it's – He's done for the day at a minimum. A lot of half to go. So. Yep, and he's a pretty uh, – I mean, he forced a fumble and returned it for a touchdown. Not everybody on the field can do that. So it's going to be first down and 10, football at the 43-yard line. Dort with it, Tyler Reynolds. 
Pitches over to Bush. Bush tries to get to the edge. He does. Midfield. And we've got a flag on the play. This one's going to be coming back. It's at the 42-yard line, the flag. And that's going to set up a second, uh, first down and long for the defenders. So just when you get a little bit of positive, uh, something positive going on offense, out comes the uh, handkerchief, and we're going to have a 10-yard penalty in all likelihood, setting up second down and, or pardon me, first down and 20. Uh, had a receiver, uh, Levi Jungling, got caught that time. But so. on that play, you did see a little bit of the speed that our coaches are excited about with uh, Mr. Bush. Yep, Josh Bush uh, able to uh, get to the edge. So now we're facing first down and 20 with the defenders. Wellen in the backfield. Reynolds in at quarterback in relief right now of Ethan Thomas. And we have a uh, off. We had uh, movement on the Dort offense. That's going to be another five-yard penalty. And right now, Midland, they're getting uh, well. They're getting what they want out of this first possession for Dort. They're forcing them back after that 15-yard penalty, and after a player ejection as well for targeting. That's Courtney Chandler. It's now first down and 25. Reynolds turns hands. Straight up the middle. Pickup of a couple yards on the play. It's going to be second down and 23. And this is a case, Kyle, where even if you don't get a first down or extend the drive, got to establish something on offense here and give our punt team an opportunity to pin Midland a little deeper in their own territory. Back to pass is Reynolds. Reynolds' pass is incomplete, but we have a flag on the play. There was a hand fight between Jungling and the defensive back, Trey Kingsland, and a flag comes out, and it's going to be a pass interference call of some sort. Yeah, and Kingsland was in pretty good defensive position. He just needed to turn and look for the ball. He never played the ball. He, It was an obvious pass interference penalty uh, because he never played the football. He was strictly playing Jungling and... Uh, was making contact well before the ball was there. And even though it doesn't get them enough yardage for a first down on the chains, it is an automatic first down, and that changes the complete complexion of the drive. And now we've got uh, the player that was actually flagged for the penalty. He is dealing with cramps. And uh, whatever Dort is doing to, in terms of hydration, hats off because we have not seen the Dort players dealing with cramping. Right, and, you know, anyone who's experienced a charley horse, uh, uh, you know, sometimes it's getting kicked that can kind of spur one on. Um, You don't know exactly the situation here, but, um, yeah, he's going to be off the field for a play. Will will Dort look to go after that spot spot or or, uh, try to establish the run again? You're watching the Dort Media Network and uh, Dort Football season opener for the defenders. Next week, they're off to Hastings, and then two weeks from today, back home against Concordia. Right now, Dort leading 10 to nothing. A lot of football yet to be played with uh, 12.53 left to go in the third quarter. Dort leading 10 to nothing. Football at their own 45-yard line. And we continue to attend to the uh, player dealing with a cramp. 
And I know that if I send it back for a break, they're going to get him up off of the field, and he's going to trot off, and we're going to miss something. So we're going to keep it right here in the meantime. Also coming up, uh, let's see, three weeks from today, Dort's going to take what feels like their annual trip to Crete, Nebraska, to take on the Doan Tigers. Uh, seems like every year we end up in Crete. And I, Rick Schmacker, love you. Love seeing you, visiting with you, the athletic communications uh, guy at Doan. But uh, we could go a year or two without making a right. trip to Crete. Exactly. And then uh, we've got a bye week. So a schedule laid out four weeks and then a bye week and then six games in a row to close the season, beginning with an October 9th date against Mount Marty and the Lancers on October the 9th. So that lays out the next three weeks for the Dort Defenders, a home-heavy first six games of the year. Uh, Dort plays five games at home this year, four of them in the first six outings. So, uh, And then the back end of the schedule, a couple of the road games against Northwestern and uh, Morningside. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, shaped. And then the last game of the year up in Jamestown, and who knows what it's going to look like in North Dakota by the middle of November. We're back to action. Reynolds, quarterback, steps to the right, falls forward, picks up a yard on the play. It's going to be second down and nine, and uh, just struggling to get uh, anything going consistently on offense are the Dort defenders. Defense has done the job, though, pitching a shutout thus far, and uh, you begin to think in terms of, okay, let's not put the defense in a bad position and uh, move the chains a little bit. Take some time off the clock. Got a player open to the right, and Wellen, they unable to, Reynolds unable to find Nick Wellen. Wellen was open in the flat coming out of the backfield, but uh, Reynolds didn't have time to find him. It's going to be third down and 15. Third and 15 for the defenders. Midland's defense doing a nice job here after that first quarter. They have limited the defenders' success. Third and 15. You got jungling in the backfield. Now you're going to line him up over in the as a wing. Back to passes Reynolds under pressure. Ducks forward. Knees going to be brought down at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be fourth down. Fourth down with 11:38 left to play here in the first and the third quarter. Dort leading 10 to nothing. But the defense, the defense being called on to keep doing what they're doing. That starts here with a special teams play. Blade Coons on to punt. Coons will punt. Line of scrimmage at his own 40-yard line. Tremaine is back at the 25. Coons had a 50-yarder near the end of the first half. And Coons will get it away with a left foot line drive taken at the 20-yard line to the 25 and brought down. And uh, tackle for the defenders, Tanner Milliken. Milliken, open field tackle. Takes Tremaine down. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Warriors at their own 25-yard line. So after what seemed like a long first possession by the defenders, a lot of penalties and uh, stoppage in play as well. It's going to be first down and 10 for Midland. First down and 10 for the Warriors. Stewart, quarterback, hands it off. And short gain on the play. Pickup of two. That'll bring up second down and eight. 
Kabongo in on the stop for the defenders. Brayton Van Kickerick's also stretching out that play. Nobody lined up to the near side. A couple of the receivers off to the far side. E.J. Stewart. Four of six passing last week. Came on on relief of River Walker. Run up the middle, and Sam Andrews is there to make the stop. 270-pound junior, the defensive tackle. And that'll bring up third down and five. Well, definitely looking like Midland's trying to establish some type of running game. Um, plenty of game left to play. Just down two scores. They're trying to get something going on the ground. Quentin Turnus over here on the near side, number 12. He had a couple of catches last week. Cabongo defending him. It's third down and five. Back to passes. Stewart. Stewart's pass is complete. Close to a first down. It'll depend on the spot of the football, and they're going to give it to him. First down and ten. Has uh, got the first down by inches. So first down and ten for the Warriors on the pass completion over the middle. So E.J. Stewart completes the pass for a five-yard pickup on the play. Colton Vandenberg jumps offside, it appears, and it's going to be first down and five. Wait, well, maybe I might be jumping the gun. Let's see if it was a false start. Nope, offsides. Colton a little over-eager. Yeah, I think he got in the neutral zone, and the right tackle popped out of his stance to draw the call there. So 10-0, our score remains. We're in the third quarter of play. Dort's defense uh, with the shutout thus far. And now we've got movement by the Midland offensive line, and I think where the five yards they got moments ago, they're going to give back. Feels like we're slogging along right now. 9.16 remaining. They crank the clock back into play here in the third quarter. So turn us over here to the near side. Stewart, pass is complete. Pass completed to Kenny Ca Kenneth Carr. Carr stopped short of the first down. It's going to be second down and two. Second and two after the eight-yard pickup on the play. Cabongo on the coverage. Football now at the 43-yard line. Midland trailing by a couple of scores. 8.40 remaining, third quarter of play. Abe stays creeping up at the line of scrimmage. Handoff up the middle, and uh, not much there. And Dort's defensive line stopping the run short of the first down. It's going to bring up third down and one, but a favorable third down and short situation here for Midland. Midland trailing 10 to nothing. So third down and short. Midland has converted one third down play already. E.J. Stewart hands off and a short gain and enough for a Midland first down on the carry. And another carry that time. Andrew Miller, the running back. Miller picks up a first down and moves the chains for Midland. And Midland just trying to grind away right now. And now we've got to think about are they going to take a shot over the top. Dort with three interceptions so far. Three down linemen, they creep 
Couple of linebackers up to the outside. Dom is on the near side. EJ Stewart hands it off. Still on his feet and stopped after a two-yard gain. That's Andrew Miller. That's going to bring up second down and eight. Second down and eight. It just seems like uh, both teams are just not in a great rhythm yet here in the second half. Um, Midland getting some things going on the ground, but uh, neither team really showing huge flashes of offensive explosiveness. This is a big play here. Let's see if they uh, scrambling, and Stewart's going to throw that one out of bounds. Nobody close on the play. He was under pressure. It's going to bring up third down. And now they're in a passing situation. I mean, pre previous third down plays, they were in that third and four, third and one. And now third down, and I think they're calling it seven on the board. Looks like eight, closer to eight to me. But uh, this is not a favorable third down conversion situation for Midland. Not going to say they can't get it, but not favorable. Right. Yeah, they were doing more with the quick pass game and the run game prior to this. Oh, it's a holding. <laughs> uh, got his hands under the shoulder pad, and Julius Buchanan looks back and says, yeah, you got away with that one that time. But uh, pass falls incomplete. It's going to be fourth down. Yeah, the offensive lineman got his hand tangled up, almost looked like in the collar of Julius Buchanan, spun him around, and uh, pass falls incomplete. It'll be fourth down. I'm going to ask you, do you sometimes think an official thinks, okay, pass incomplete, let's keep going? Or, Well, he's probably – well, yeah, you don't want to speculate. But, yeah, if they throw the flag there, we're most likely going to decline it anyhow, forcing the punt. But, um, yeah, it does make you wonder. Punt gets shanked to the near side, and it's going to go out of bounds at the 25-yard line. That will go as a 27-yard punt. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 25-yard line, and uh, Midland saw enough of Nathan Cabongo's return on that first return. They are going to punt away from him as much as possible, and they've done that over the past two and a half quarters. Back in at quarterback for the defenders, that's Ethan Thomas. Trojan is your running back. And Ethan turns, fakes the handoff, has Bolden, or pardon me, has Wellen as the pitch man. Thomas keeps it himself, and he lunges forward, picks up eight yards on the play. It's going to be second down and two. Second and two. Again here, positive first down. Looks like Ethan took a little shot to the legs there. Uh, kind of got. I was going to say he, shot, he, so. sh he shows he shows at times why the coaches are excited about him as well at quarterback because he can turn one or two into ten pretty quickly. This is Bush. Bush up the middle and Josh Bush with the carry. Seven-yard pickup on the play. And what did I say about him not being able to run between the tackles? That time uh, ran just fine in between the tackles. Well, you know, sometimes it's, it's those – undersized running backs that kind of get lost inside there. You know, you think of uh, shorter running backs in the NFL that have a lot of success. Tyler Reynolds scrambling, and he's going to be brought down after a one-yard pickup on the play. It's going to be second down and nine. Second and nine 
5.13 left to go in the third quarter. Dort still leading 10-0. 10 to nothing our score. Dort's offensive lineman, you've got Alex Huseman, Hoisman, that is, on the near side. He's the left tackle, returning All-American, all-conference player. Kosida Academic All-American as well. Picks up a couple of yards on the play, does Bush. It's going to be third down and seven. Third and seven at the 43-yard line. Alongside Hoisman on the left side of the line, you got Walter Black. He's been a four-year regular from Alabama. Mitchell Van Regenmorder talked about him returning first-team all-conference player last year. Third and seven for the defenders. Tyler Reynolds back to pass. And he's going to scramble, tucks it away, and he's going to be stopped just short of the first down. Looks like he's short by a yard. And uh, let's see what the defenders decide to do here. Fourth down and one at the 49. Anthony Trojan comes in from the sideline. Looks like Dort's going to line up at least and give the appearance of going for it here on fourth down and one. First fourth down conversion try for the defenders. Play clock winding down, 10. Reynolds is going to roll left under pressure, and he is brought down for a three-yard loss on the play. And that's going to bring up, that's going to be a change of possession, a turnover on downs for the defenders. At the 45-yard line, it'll be first down and 10 for Midland at the Dort 45 with 3.39 remaining in the third period. So the defense being called on again. Need to come up with a stop. E.J. Stewart. In at quarterback for the Warriors. Handoff up the middle and there's nothing there. Maybe a one-yard pickup on the play. Yeah, and fourth and uh, short, like what we had offensively. You know, I think everybody was kind of thinking inside run mm -hmm. with this tough offensive line and Coach Panner looking at taking a shot downfield um, and able to do that because of how well we're playing defensively. I think that's probably what's in the back of his mind, and so now the defense has to come up with a stop. Second and nine. Pass is batted away incomplete. Colton Vanderberg gets a hand on it. And that's going to bring up third down and one. Yeah, uh, and pardon me, third down and nine. Yeah, and that was a big play because Midland did have a receiver open here in the flat, and uh, if completed, I, you know, Maybe not picking up the first down, but getting close and, and putting Midland in a third and short. Now with the third and nine, we can get after him. Oh, I think we were back. We got back. I thought so, too. Yep. yep. Who was that? That was Julius. Julius Buchanan on the far side got into the neutral zone, didn't make contact, and then got back immediately in the left tackle for Midland. Came out of his stance, and uh, every once in a while you see that where the uh, Julius pretty pretty uh, gifted physically. He got back, and it's going to be a five-yard penalty against Midland, bringing up third down now in 14. Third down and 14 for the Warriors. 
Football at the 49-yard line. They're going to have to go for a big play. Back to pass, Stewart. Stewart throws it up for grabs, and it's picked off by Jalen Placide. That's interception number four today for the Dort defense. So Placide with the interception, and it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders deep in their own territory. Yeah, and Midland uh, looking at that play as, as good of as a punt. Yep. You know, so... Yeah, it'd be just like pinning Dort deep, I mean, at their own inside the 10. So, yeah, and uh, there was really no chance of completing that pass. Tyler Reynolds on now for the Dort offense. Handoff up the middle, Anthony Trojan. Trojan maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. And after that strong start in the first quarter, and Felt like the defenders were doing what they wanted to up front. Last two and a half quarters now have been pretty hard work. Yeah, Midland really teeing off up front. Um, you got to have a threat of throwing the ball down the field, and Midland's just gradually getting more guys in the box. Now we got to get a positive run play there on second down. Eight-yard pickup by Trojan. And where was his forward progress there? Nope, they're not going to give it to him. It's going to be fourth down. Fourth down with two minutes remaining in the third quarter. Blade Coons coming on to punt. Blade might be the most important player Dort has here today if he can keep about 40, 45 yards. Just don't give Midland that really short field to work with. And. Yeah, and so far, Blake's done a good job of directional punting as well, um, kind of limiting the the direction in which the returner can take the take the ball. So I'd feel a lot differently about this if Dort was only up a score as well. That two-score cushion changes things dramatically. This has become a battle of field position. Midland will take it at their own 45-yard line as the uh, – Ball is downed after the punt by Blade Coons. And it'll be first down and 10 for Midland at their own 45-yard line. Well, it looked like Blake kind of juggled that snap a little bit to, so to just get that ball off and um, get the ball downfield on the punt was, was a positive there. And Midland put no pressure on up front either, and uh, they were turning to uh, set up the uh, return. And a short gain on the play. Back to the, well, back to the line of scrimmage is all they'll give them as I look at the side judge. It'll be second down and 10. 113 and counting first quarter. So, uh, pardon me, third quarter. Neither team has used a timeout at this point starting to understand why both teams used those timeouts at the end of the first quarter. Maybe they had a sense the way this uh, was starting that you got to keep it uh, keep it close early. Yeah, and both teams really struggling to throw the ball, so uh, it, it's making the run game that much tougher. Stewart pass to the sideline, incomplete. And uh, even if he had come down with it, uh, that's likely out of bounds. Zade Nicholson on the coverage. It's going to be third down. So third down and 10. 43 seconds left to play here in the third period. Dort has scored on a touchdown run and a field goal. Midland has not threatened. 
They thought they had a scoop and score to early in the second half. Back to pass Stewart. Stewart looking right. Throws towards the sideline. And the pass is incomplete, and they're going to throw a penalty flag. So that's going to be a penalty flag against the defenders. Intended receiver Tremaine. Not badly covered that time, I thought, by the Dort defender, but he did not turn to see the ball. As we talked about earlier, I'm just not sure that he made any contact. Right, that's the key. Um, you do want your defensive secondary guys to turn and play the ball, and we probably would have ended up with an interception if he'd have done that, but the ball was so badly underthrown, um, it never got to the receiver, so I don't know how that can be pass interference. Actually hit the defensive back in the back of the uh, in the back and I believe that was Nicholson on the coverage. Pass is nearly picked off by Jalen Placide and Placide picks that one off. <laughs> he was thinking sick. Yep. There. He was uh, he jumped her out. Safety creeping up. It's going to bring up second down and ten. Second and ten. Dort still with a ten nothing lead. Second down and 10, Midland in those white jerseys, white helmets, orange numbers, and the orange M on the helmet. Back to pass. Pass over the middle. It's Oh, nearly intercepted, yeah. and Brayton Van Kickericks very nearly came up with it. E.J. Stewart flirting with disaster here in the third quarter. And that's going to bring up third down and 10. Midland, I would believe, is in four-down territory here no matter the outcome of this play. Right, so what uh, kind of leaves the playbook open for them here. Uh, if they, they don't necessarily need to get all 10 right now. They know they're going to probably go for it. Uh, so they're looking at a play that can get them anywhere from five to five to the 10-yard yeah, third down and 10, back to passes. Stewart, comes with the rush, and he's going to go down, and that might take the decision away. <laughs> right. That's the one thing that they didn't want to happen, and uh, great job by Coach Nutt bringing a little extra pressure and uh, getting there with six, six guys. Bryce Christian again with the quarterback sack, his second sack of the year, and that's that's another change, and I was going to talk about that at halftime, that I've seen the Dort defense used to have the philosophy of bend but don't break, and about two years ago it turned into we need to force turnovers, we need to get the ball back, and there's a situation where they took a gamble and it paid off. Well, and, and the other thing, the luxury that we have now defensively is we have a defensive secondary that our coaches have a lot of confidence in, right? So you feel like you can man up and bring six-man pressure like we did on that last play because you know you're still going to be solid in the, in the secondary with coverage. Let's take a quarter break. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this.
We resume play, the punt down to the 15-yard line, and that is where Dort will take over first down and 10 at their own 14, actually. Offensively, the defenders today, 236 yards of offense. Midland, 70 yards on offense on 48 plays. Dort leading 10 to nothing, seven first downs for Midland, 26 yards rushing, 54 yards passing. It has been a tough day for the Midland offense so far this afternoon. Tyler Reynolds back in at quarterback. Reynolds hands it off up the middle, and Anthony Trojan that time picks up three on the play. It's going to be second down and seven, and that's another factor as well at running back. Anthony Trojan was going to get snaps this year. Nick Wellen's going to get snaps this year. But there are another two players that the defenders also thought would be at running back this season. Pitch goes over to Trojan. Trojan forced out of bounds. It will be third down, and that stops the clock as well. Those two running backs, Carter Skibout and Michael Sonderman, banged up. So you'd love to rotate another one or two of those seasoned veterans in today if you could, but that's not the case. Well, yeah, you, you always have hope to have fresh legs out there uh, during the course of the game, especially as we get here into the beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, that would have made a huge difference. Third down and 11, and Reynolds is going to be sacked. Held on to the football, loss of two on the play. It's going to be fourth down. Fourth down. And Blade Coons will be punting again in the door defense. Well, staked them to a 10-0 lead in the first quarter, and they've done the job thus far. Right, and uh, the key right now defensively is just to stay solid, don't make any mental breaks. The one thing you can't do is just is give up a big play. Um, force Midland to earn every yard. Midland again plays it pretty conservatively and the punt return. Tremaine takes it at the 45 and he's going to be brought down and again on the tackle. Milliken was there, one of the first men down the field. Also Christian there on the play and Milliken uh, might have gotten the wind knocked out of him there. Not a bad punt by Coons again as uh, he punts it into Midland territory. They're going to take over first down and 10 at their own 48-yard line. Yeah, and the Midland staff has to be thinking, hey, we're getting our chances. We have good starting field position again this drive. Um, let's see how our defense reacts. First and 10 for the Warriors. Try to run misdirection, handoff up the middle, and that's Bloom again. Brandon Bloom on the carry. Short gain on the play. It's going to be second down and nine. Second down and nine. Wind is not a factor today, as we talked about in the pregame show, so you can get into a situation where you're kicking field goals. It is not a factor. Now, Midland, <clears throat> they've, they've got to think about if they get into field goal position here, you might just take the field goal because yeah. you've got to score twice anyhow. Stewart's right. going to throw it down the field. This one's to uh, no one in particular and very nearly picked off. Zayden Nicholson had a chance at it. Dort already with four interceptions and very nearly a fifth one that time. And E.J. Stewart has been flirting with trouble here the entire second half, it seems. Yeah, he just throwing that one up for grabs, and uh, his, uh, his receiver didn't have much chance to get to the ball there. 12-27, clock stops on the incomplete pass. There's still time, but the defenders 
with a 10-0 lead. Back to pass is Stewart. Stewart steps up in the pocket. Stewart scrambling. Stewart's going to be forced out of bounds by Brayton Van Kickericks. Indoor territory at the 46-yard line. That will set up third down and four, I believe. Yeah, we're to that point in the game. Even though it's one of those in-between areas of the field, I think we're going to see Midland go for it here. They haven't had a lot of opportunities across midfield, so they're going to go for it and see if they can keep this drive going. Yeah, I beg your pardon. I thought it was third down. It's fourth down. Forgot about that incomplete pass that was very nearly picked off. So fourth down and four. Back to pass Stewart. Stewart passed over the middle. Incomplete. Had a man open. Just didn't get it to him in the right spot. That was Garcia, the intended receiver. Pass falls incomplete. And the Dort defense gets another stop as Midland turns it over on downs. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 46-yard line. We've got a player shaken up. Uh, again, dealing with uh, looks like a cramping issue. But how big is that play? You know, we've started most of our drives this half deep in our own territory. Um, you know, and Midland had an opportunity here even to punt it and try to pin us deep, uh, waiting for that one big play to happen and uh, turn it over on downs. Now we start off with nice field position. The defenders will have it first down and 10 at their own 46-yard line. 11.42 left to go in the game. Dort trying to start the year with uh, a win this afternoon. First uh, tried to go to 1-0 this year and set things up. Uh, love to have an opportunity to be in the conference race when uh, – October and November roll around, but uh, those things don't happen if you don't take care of things. On September 4, Tyler Reynolds racing to the edge, pitches over to Bush. Bush up the field, picks up four yards on the play, and it's uh, Dort with it. First down and uh, a first down carry of six yards. It'll be second down and four on the carry by Bush after the pitch from Reynolds. Yeah, and some nice blocking there on the perimeter to get uh – Reynolds outside uh, and then able to pitch it downfield and a good positive play to start the series. Second down and four. Reynolds fakes the handoff. He's going to roll left. Got throws it. over the top. He's got jungling open at the 25. Gets away from a defender. Into the 15 to the 10. Tight, or tight rope. Walks down the sideline to the 11-yard line. So jungling with the catch down to the 11-yard line. And he put a move on the defensive back. Such a good move. The, the defender may have hurt himself. He's got a busy day yet. He's got to get to a wedding down in Pella. <laughs> Levi so Sconehoven. He's, so he's wanting us to run the ball and keep this thing going. <laughs> he's uh, Levi Sconehoven, former Dort standout, getting married today. So uh, I doubt that Levi's watching today, but... Congratulations, Levi. Yep. Hope it's a great day for you. But, uh, yeah, he's got a couple of friends on the team that are planning uh, shortly after this, get on a plane and get down to Pella in time for the ceremony. Second down and seven. Reynolds rolling right. Throws over the middle into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. Hayden Large. In the back of the end zone, Reynolds completes it. And the Dort offense 
with just a little bit just, more room to work, you, you can open things up just a little bit. Yep, exactly. And starting out with a good running play, you get that run game started. Um, all of a sudden, the defense is thinking a little bit more about that, so you're able to hit the big pass to Levi. And now, uh, yeah, great, uh, great job of staying patient by Tyler and finding his tight end. His big target over the middle. Those those tight ends can be your safety uh, your safety net, your security blanket, and Brett Zachman splits the uprights for the second time on a point after try, and the defenders breathing a little easier with a 17-0 lead over the Midland Warriors. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. This is Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. Dort scores to make it 17-0, so a three-score difference, and uh, the defenders, the defense, is going to be able to play it pretty aggressively now. Kickoff taken at the 5 to the 10 to the 20, running it out. That's Ashby, and Ashby is down at the 21-yard line, and I don't want this to get lost in today's play. Special teams, coverage, I... I it's, I'll, I'll probably it's screw it up here, and they'll probably give something up, but they have been solid through the first three and a half quarters. Right, and, and yeah, we both remember games against Midland where it was decided by special teams, right? So to be playing well in your coverage schemes, um, yeah, that's a plus. Stewart, they hand it off, and uh, not much there. And, again, brought down that's Bloom. And I, I just don't know that Midland has the cards in the deck right now to uh, on offense. It just unless the door defense is that good, and that that time will tell. Right. But uh, right now, Midland just unable to get anything going on offense. Well, just playing sound defense. We're not giving up big plays, um, forcing Midland to be diverse enough where they have to run the ball or throw. Um, not doing either one real well. Back to pass, Stewart. Stewart pass complete over the middle and a short completion to Tremaine. Ah, beg your pardon, that's 81, Austin Harris, and that's going to bring up third down and eight. Yeah, and I know Harris was one player on this Midland offense that Coach Penner was was nervous about. He's, he's a good tight end, makes a lot of plays, and they're looking for him. 
but he's just not able to get open downfield, more of the underneath routes. Yeah, he got uh, he had five catches last week as well, and they were all in that five to ten yard variety. So uh, not a big play threat, but a good possession receiver. Underthrown, and the pass is caught. First down for the Midland Warriors, and uh, Dalton Tremaine that time with the sliding catch. And that will bring up first down and ten for the Warriors at their own 47. And now for Dort. You want to pitch that shutout if you're on defense. Uh, even though you got the three-score cushion, really like to close this thing out with a defensive stop. Absolutely. That's that's the pride of a defense, right? They want to pitch a shutout, and so uh, I think they'll step up here, but Midland, Midland's going to test us. Three-yard gain by Bloom. Handoff again, Bloom. Ducks and darts and picks up maybe a yard. He's got to work awfully hard for that one yard there. He took about two cuts and still gets hammered at the end. It's going to be third down and six. Third and six. Football at the 49 of Midland. Above me of Dort now. Dort leading 17 to nothing with 7.46 remaining in the contest. Back to pass, and the pass is batted. Falls incomplete. That's Dan Jungling. Dan Jungling. Sophomore from Pella, Iowa. And that'll bring up fourth down now. And the Midland Warriors, no decision to make here. They need to uh, go for it. Fourth down and six. At the 49-yard line. Hayden Large. Pass reception. In the end zone for a touchdown. Giving Dort some room to breathe. Back to pass, and pass is complete to the 30-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for the Warriors. Dalton Tremaine sprints it to the hash, the middle hash, and they get it set, 7.24 remaining in the contest. So Midland now putting together a threat, their best scoring threat of the day. Back to pass, Stewart, Stewart under pressure. Throw towards, well, complete to the 20. Inside the 20 down to the 18-yard line, the Dort faithful wanted a holding penalty. Looked like the defensive end was able to get around the edge and uh, got held up on the play. But a first down completion. It's first down and 10 now for the Warriors. At the 18-yard line, we have a timeout on the field. This timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in a moment. First down and 10, Dort used that timeout. Don't want to fall asleep here and give up a score and 
change the complexion of this contest. Still plenty of time left simply because Dort's offense hasn't been consistent here in the second half. Pass incomplete, shovel pass. Just trying to dump it over the top of Stewart. Falls incomplete intended for Bloom. It'll be second down. Yeah, officials missed one on that. Uh, Midland started to play with two guys in motion. One got set. The other never got set. Um, that's a penalty. So really should be a only a if you're playing 15. outdoors. Yeah. yeah, in the indoor football, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not there. So. Nope. <laughs> Second down and ten. Throw towards the end zone. Dort playing the ball, batted away nicely by Grant Hickson. Yep. So Grant Hickson knocks it away, found the ball, incomplete. It'll be third down. Third down, football at the 18-yard line. 6.47 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Midland 0-1 this year, stunned last week by Sterling and trailing here in this one. Things don't get any easier. They play Northwestern next week. Pass over the middle is incomplete in and out of the hands and shaken up on the play is Zayden Nicholson. Nicholson, he went to grab his lower back almost immediately. Yeah, it looked like a little friendly fire right there. Um, probably broke up the interception by another Dort defender, but took an awkward bend backwards. So, yeah. So Chris Fagerness on to assess and Joel Penner as well from off of the sideline. That's uh, Zayden Nicholson shaken up on the play. The junior from Walnut, Iowa. Dort leading 17-0. He's sitting up now. That's a good sign. And it'll be a really good sign if he just walks off the field, and he does. Yeah, he's going to have a stiff lower back uh, on Sunday, but hopefully nothing that's too serious. Nope, and uh, we've both watched athletics long enough that uh, every time these con these – the contact or collision sports uh, every day. I mean, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a lot of fun to play. But uh, there are risks involved, and we're glad to see Grant walking, or pardon me, Zade walking off of the field under his own power. It's going to bring up fourth down, and they are going to attempt the field goal. Oh, field goal for Jared Quinones. This will be a 35-yard try, trailing 17 to nothing. Snap is down, kick is up, and it looks like it got pushed right. And they say it's good. Snuck it inside the upright. And the Midland Warriors are on the board, trailing 17-3 with 6.38 left to play in the contest. Back to within two scores. Still a little bit of time left. We'll be back with more right after this.
Midland on to kick. And thinking an onside kick, double. Dort uh, played it. And now it's going to be recovered by Midland. So Midland it plays it perfectly. It takes a bounce at the 20, and this one is not over yet. Midland recovers it inside the 20, down at the 15-yard line, and Dort brought 10 players up to within 10 yards of the football on the kickoff. Midland pops it over the top. It takes a Midland bounce. They recover it at the 19. They can't advance it, and now it's first down and 10 for Midland at the 19-yard line, and the defense has to, uh, after giving up that field goal, you think, okay, there goes the shutout. Now you got to finish the job. 6.37 remaining. Handoff up the middle, and that's Brandon Bloom. Second down and seven. Three-yard gain on the play. We've also watched enough to feel a little uneasy in this right. situation. these situations. <laughs> Stewart, your quarterback. Stewart looks to the sideline, gets the play. 6.09 remaining. Suddenly the clock isn't the challenge with Midland recovering that kick. Back to pass. Thrown towards the end zone. Wide open touchdown. Pass completed to Austin Harris. And just like that, we're down to a one-score game with 5.56 left to go in the fourth quarter. Dort got up 17 to nothing, felt like they may have relaxed, and now Midland in a position here to get back to within seven with a point after try. Well, not so fast. Still some work to do in this one. 17 to nine with 5.56 left to go. Jared Quinones, four of four on point after tries last week. On to attempt one here. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And our score now, Dort 17, Midland 10. You're watching Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. Back with more after this. Felt like we may have fallen asleep. Dort up 17 to nothing. And if you walked away for just a little while and now you're back in your living room watching at home and you're saying 17 to 10, how did that happen? Midland recovers a uh, pooch kick. One play later, or two plays later, score a touchdown. And now Levi jungling on a return. He's to the 25 to the 30. And he's going to duck out of bounds at the 32-yard line, 33-yard line. And with 5.49 left to go in the contest, the Dort offense will come onto the field. And Dort offense with a chance here to seal the deal. Midland with three timeouts remaining. We'll see how they elect to play it out. 
Yeah, key here, Mike, is we just need we, we need to gain positive yards here on first down and keep this drive. Just move the change. First down and ten. Reynolds is going to roll right, running to the sideline. Ducks out of bounds. Picks up positive yardage. Looks like he may have gained six on the play. That's going to bring up second down and four. Second and four. And Reynolds, he's a little gimpy as well. He's not 100%. Um, he's good enough to go, obviously, today, but not 100%. Second down and four. Reynolds, hands off. And the run to the far side. That's a first down for the Dort defenders. And Anthony Trojan into Midland territory to the 44-yard line. And that's a Dort first down. So first down and 10 for the defenders at the Midland 44-yard line. As Trojan was able to bounce it to the outside, now Reynolds. Reynolds gets a block, throws down the field. He's got a man open, Bolden, Bolden. Touchdown defenders. Eli Bolden, and that was Hayden Large, the tight end, stepping in to throw a block that allowed Reynolds to look down the field. And we talked about the Midland defensive backs. They had been cheating up to stop the run, almost inviting the defenders to try and pass it over the top. And now a couple times, Dort's been able to do that. Well, and you, you have Reynolds scramble for good yardage. Then you get another good run play, and it, it does. It opens up the pass game and took advantage of it there. 4.48 remaining in the ball game. Dort trying to make it a 14-point game again. Snap is down, kick is up, and... The kick is good, and the defender's back in front. It's 24-10. You're watching the Dort Media Network and Dort Football. Back with more in a moment. Brent Zachman on to kick off. And Zachman's kick taken by Tremaine in the end zone. He'll run it out to the 5, to the 10, to the 15. And good defense special teams play again by the defenders. Five and six players to the football. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Warriors. And um, Bryce Christian on the tackle. It's going to be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 18-yard line. 4.39 left to go in the game. 
Well, Dort breathing a little easier again and get a defensive stop here and yep. probably salt it away. Yep, defense just needs to settle in now, and we know what Midland's going to try to do. they got to put the ball in the air. Stewart pass is complete in the seam, and there's off to the races is Tremaine. Tremaine to the 50, to the 30, to the 20, and dragged down from behind by Cabongo at the 15-yard line. And after two and a half quarters where neither offense could really get anything going consistently, now we've got chaos <laughs> with back and forth a basketball game almost breaking out. First down and 10. And Tremaine just found a seam. Yeah, and they're, they've, had, they've done some things a little bit different, differently, Midland's offense, trying to hit that mid-level throw get some distance between their receivers and the defensive secondary, allow them some room to run, and instead of trying to throw everything over the top, they're getting that next level. 4.28 left to go in the game. We have a stoppage in play. And handoff up the middle. Midland going back to the running game, and there's not much there. So Sam Andrews on the tackle. 4.07 and counting. Midland working against the clock here, but we saw they, they could score twice quickly moments ago. Still a little bit of work for the defenders to do in this one. 3.50 and counting. EJ Stewart back to pass. Stewart rolling right. Stewart scrambling. Has room. Now he's going to throw it up for grabs in the end zone. Julius Buchanan giving... Pressure, and that was Abe Stays and Jalen Placide closest on the play and also out there. Good to see Zayden Nicholson back on the field playing this one out after being shaken up earlier. That's going to bring up third down and long. Yeah, good hustle play by Buchanan there. Um, you know, if he'd have taken the play off, Stewart could have just stood out outside of the pocket and, and waited for somebody to get open, but... Good pursuit, forcing the throw. 340 and holding. Back to passes. Stewart. Stewart's going to throw it out in the flat. Pass is complete. Tackle made by Mino Jones. I think it's short of the first down by a yard, so that's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth down and a yard. 327 remaining. Midland does have three timeouts left. Saving those for if they can score here. Then they'll want to preserve the clock if they can get the ball back. A lot of ifs in there. That's right. Fourth down and one. Back to pass, Stewart. Stewart slings it to the end zone, and touchdown, Midland. So a touchdown pass into the end zone, a completion to Garcia. That makes it a one-score game again with 3.02 remaining in the contest. 24-16, on to attempt the point after. This will be Quinones. Quinones. Steps things off. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. 
And we've got uh, another score for the Warriors. They're back to within seven, 24-17. Boy, it wasn't that long ago. It was 10 to nothing. And we've had 27 points scored in relatively fast action. Right. Well, Mike, why should we expect anything different with this matchup? It always comes down to the last series or two of the game. So, um, again, Dort has to pick up some first downs and get a drive going and try to keep this Midland offense off the field. Was that three years ago we went down to Midland and it was a similar situation where it didn't seem like either team could score and then late uh, I think there was a kick return we had a big pass play we froze in the press yeah, box if I remember that's right. That's the part I remember <laughs> most Mike has been really cold in the press box. Oh that, that was as cold as we have ever been and uh, came away with a victory and then two years ago we were here and it was a game at the end of the season and just everything was hard work and couldn't get anything going on offense and Midland won that one by a score but that one felt like more than that if I remember correctly right. and then last year Dort really controlled things most of the second half and Midland came back scored one late got the ball back late tried to run a hook and ladder and things like that they're going to try for the pooch kick again and calling for a fair catch is Nicholson and Nicholson Cut. makes the play and that is not an easy play to make um, comparable to an outfielder making a play on a ball over his shoulder. Calls for the fair catch. First down and 10 at the 28. Heads up play. Very smart play. Um, not an easy catch, but knowing you got that fair catch signal up, you know, for, for a returner, at least you know you got, you're going to have the opportunity to yeah, catch it clean, and he did. Yeah, you're not going to get hit as you're making the catch. Reynolds running option, pitches it, near side Trojan, Trojan stays inbounds at the 41-yard line, that's a Dort first down. So Anthony Trojan with a first down and the defenders will take it under three minutes here. And starting to do the math in my head for Midland. You're getting into a position, I, th I think here, where you've got to call timeouts. 236 remaining, first and 10 for the defenders at their own 43. And Reynolds hangs on to it, and that's one thing I was going to say when you're doing the option pitch as well is, yeah, you can't afford to have a turnover at this situation. Loss of five on the play. That was blown up by the Midland defense. It's going to bring up second down and long. Well, what do you always tell me? You can't put time back on the clock. You, you can't put it on. You, you, you know? can't. You you got to save it when you can. So they're letting it ride right now. Yeah, and and offensively you can control it, right? You can down balls. You can throw. There's things you can do to stop the clock. Defensively, your only thing is to call timeouts. We should get one here. Yeah, I would clock. think so. Yeah. 147 remaining. They're going to call a timeout, and it's going to be third down and 14. They have two timeouts remaining to the Midland Warriors. Dort leads it by a score. You're listening and watching on the Dort Media Network. This timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com.
Third down and 15. Tyler Reynolds, the quarterback for the defenders. Dort at their own 38. Reynolds is going to throw it up for Jungling. Jungling trying to reel it in. And Jungling catches it, but out of bounds. And that will bring up fourth down. Defensive back all over Levi Jungling. Jungling, in spite of that, made a circus catch, but he was falling out of bounds. And now Tremaine is back at the 20-yard line. Blade Coons is on to punt at the 38. So Midland will get it back with 141 left and two timeouts remaining. Yeah, the downside they're throwing is you stop the clock. Midland keeps a timeout in their yep. pocket. Just gets it away, does Blade Coons. It'll take a Dort bounce at the 25 Don't and it. roll dead inside the uh, 22. And it'll be down. The clock will stop. 1.30 remaining. And that ball very close to getting blocked. And uh, there are so many. When it gets down to a one-score game, you know as well as I do, anything can and oftentimes does happen. And that time, Dort gets away with it. They punt. Now the defense called on to close things out. First and 10 for Midland. Stewart. Back to pass. Stewart. Pass completed. Nine-yard gain on the play. Clock rolls. 120. If you're Dort, you'll take that play. Takes about 20 seconds off of the clock and short of a first down. Second down and one. Back to pass. Stewart throws towards the sideline. And the pass is incomplete. And that'll bring up third down and one, and the clock will stop on the incomplete pass. And Midland got the ball with 1.30 remaining, and they've got, they got two plays off in 32 seconds time. So you've got to be a little more efficient than that. Yeah, now they face the third and one. They've got to pick up the first down first before they think about any getting the ball downfield at all. So third down and one. They'll look to the sideline. Nine seconds on the play clock. Back to pass. Stewart pass over the middle. Incomplete. On the coverage was Abe Stays. And that'll bring up fourth down and one. And we'll see if the defenders can come up with a stop here. Fourth down and one. This is the ball game. So fourth down and one. So fourth down and one. Stewart takes the snap, hands it off, Bloom. Bloom up the middle, picks up the first down. They'll move the chains, 51 seconds left to play. Clock will stop momentarily as they get the ball set. They'll crank it back into play, and now they'll kill it. E.J. Stewart clocks it, and that'll bring up second down and 10. Midland with two timeouts remaining, so they can stretch this one out just a little bit. Logan Fanning coming off of the field for the defenders. 
Jessup Leakey in that tackle. I believe that's Sam Andrews as well. Cooper Hidalgo will line up on the left side of the defensive line. Second down and 10 for the Warriors. Back to pass is Stewart. Stewart under pressure, throws it to the sideline, incomplete. And that'll bring up third down, and that was Cooper Hidalgo who put the pressure on. 225-pound freshman brings up third down and 10 with 40 seconds remaining. Now we bring in fresh legs in the defensive line. Um, hopefully be able to get after Stewart here. Cause some pressure and hopefully another throwaway. Eric Gustafson also coming in now at defensive end. Third down and 10 for the Warriors and Stewart. Stewart back to pass. Buchanan throws it over the middle and the pass is incomplete. Now we're going to have a flag thrown. And they're going to say that Austin Harris and Dan Jungling tangled up. And that will be, a, in all likelihood, a pass interference call with 36 seconds remaining. I'm not sure, Mike, how a line judge can throw a flag on that play. Well, you see. <laughs> I mean, you, you got a field judges down. You got guys downfield that are watching that part. Yep. Um, I mean, that's their zone. I mean, right. I, I, again, people tell me just let them do their job. But there are zones that they are watching, and that is not that particular official's zone and responsibility. No. And the, play, the, the person whose responsibility it was did not make that call. So we're going to leave it at that. So first down and 10. Midland at the 49, and uh, it's not a spot foul. It's just from the line of scrimmage. So it's a 10-yard penalty. Midland at their own 49-yard line, 36 seconds remaining. But a fresh set of downs. And a fresh set of downs. So the two timeouts still in their pocket. Back to passes Stewart. Stewart's going to be flushed from the pocket. Passes incomplete. Coverage by Hickson. And that'll bring up second down and 10. Yeah, the key here, Mike, is don't give up anything over the top. Force the throws underneath. Um, they have a long ways to go, and they need a touchdown. Yeah, you so. got to get, I mean, field goal position means nothing. Sec, yeah. Second down and 10. And back to pass is Stewart. Stewart looking. Stewart towards the sideline. Pass is complete to Tremaine. Tremaine up the sideline to the 24-yard line. And with 20 seconds left now, Midland in a position where they can take shots at the end zone. First down and 10. Yeah, you just need to make the tackle out there. Um, yeah, kept it in front, you make the tackle, you force Midland to either call the timeout um, or down it quick. Now they have the luxury of calling a play, being huddled up. Back to pass, Stewart. Stewart looking to the right, underthrows it, pass incomplete. Four seconds go off of the clock, it'll be second down and 10. 
Second and ten, at what point do you use a timeout to uh, call something and huddle up rather than run something in from the sideline as well? But right. Well, I think, I think what uh, you're going to see Midland do is probably continue to attack the middle of the field, knowing yeah. that they got timeouts in their pocket. If they do complete something over in the middle, they don't have to look to the sidelines. E.J. Stewart rolling right, looking to the right, still looking, still looking, throws. And the pass on the sideline, and he came from out of bounds. I believe they're going to say that he came from out of bounds. Let's wait and see. Yep. Yep. Illegal touching. They'll bring this one back. Yeah, he ran down the field, and I think to get open, he actually ran up the sideline out of bounds and then came back in to make the catch. Well, that's a great way to get open. It certainly is, and we might get – now, we don't have a camera down in that far corner, so we won't get a great look at it. That's the one thing. We've got great looks at the west sideline. So that'll be a 10 – is that a 5 or a 10? 5, I'm guessing. Uh, You don't see it that often, so – and is it a loss of downs? I think they're just going to call it in – they call it incomplete and a loss of down. Okay. So essentially it goes down in the books as an incomplete pass. Eight seconds remaining. That's probably the most important thing at this point. Right. Third down and ten. Football at the 25. I think Stewart, go ahead. for a sack here. Stewart back to pass. Pressure coming from the outside. Throws towards the end zone and nearly intercepted. Falls to the ground and there are two seconds remaining. Very nearly picked off. Nicholson and Hickson both over there. Two seconds left to go in the game and Midland has one more shot at the end zone. Midland, two timeouts remaining. Coach Jeff Jamrog on the sideline. Yeah, I, talking things over with his. He's going to use a timeout here. He's got to get his team together and dial up a play. So I would imagine they're going to use a timeout. Unless you want to save them for next week. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep, there's the timeout. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with the final play of the game, in all likelihood, right after this. Fourth down and 10, two seconds remaining. Midland trailing 24-17. Stewart 
And now we've got a timeout after Dort had an opportunity to look at the formation. Almost felt like a basketball inbounds play there. You see that so often in uh, basketball games where the inbounds play, we call a timeout, see how they're going to set up. Now your defense has an opportunity to look at it. The cat and mouse game continues. Right, because now Midland's going to come out in a different look. Yep. <laughs> well, we <laughs> right we, most yep. likely. And both teams have one timeout remaining, so right. maybe we'll we'll, we'll we see what they do. One. But I need to tell you that this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at Casey's Bakery. Com, and we're very appreciative of those sponsors who have come alongside us in this endeavor with the Dort Media Network and the athletic broadcasts that we have and uh, trying to do justice to all of the contests that are happening on Dort's campus. Soccer has a couple of games coming up on the pitch. They're starting in a few minutes. We were out there last night with a multi-camera setup. We'll be again today, volleyball earlier this week, and uh, plans are in the works for a cross-country meet if we can get a few things worked out on the technical side. Wow. So we will, uh, we're, we're trying. Yeah, so that'll we, be fun. That'll we'll be a good, that, that's a good challenge. Right? Yep, so we, and we enjoy the challenge. So 24-17, Midland down a touchdown. Stewart, your quarterback. Stewart, back to pass. Throws it towards the end zone, up in the air, in, did it bounce. They're going to say it's a touchdown. Kenneth Carr, Kenneth Carr with the grab in the end zone for a touchdown. And Midland now with an opportunity, Midland with an opportunity to tie it on a point after. And now the officials are going to huddle up, and we'll see. Ball. Boy, that looked like it was on the ground, wasn't it? I, I thought so. I mean, I try to put my bias aside in those situations, and it certainly appeared to be. Now, here's the deal. Is Midland going to take their chances in uh, try to send it to overtime, or do they uh, – here's the replay. Couldn't see it. Yeah. Body's blocking the ball, so it's hard yep. to see. 24-23, and we have a timeout. Midland's going to call a timeout here. They might they might go for two here and try to steal it. Yep. It does look like the offensive units. we got receivers in the huddle. Timeout on the field. This timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. So we talked about it with about six and a half minutes left to go in the game. There was a lot of time left and just enough time for some crazy things to happen, and they have. Midland completing a pass moments ago to Kenneth Carr, 6'1", 195-pound senior. He went up in the air and brought it down, and now it comes down potentially to a two-point conversion. It certainly appears Midland is, well, Jared Canonas now, the kicker. Yep, and they're going to send him to the sideline, and they're going to go for two. Two-point conversion here. Well, yeah, you think about it, the vast majority of this game, Dort's outplayed Midland. Uh, unfortunate part is it's going to come down to this one play. Bloom is in the backfield. Stewart is the quarterback. Dort's going to call a timeout. They had one remaining. They will use their final timeout. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. 
So Dort was up at one point, 17 to nothing. Up again at 24 to 10. Midland helped out by a pass interference call near midfield. And then they complete the pass into the end zone for a touchdown. And now does Midland uh, stay with their decision for the two-point conversion? Both teams out of timeout. Zero's on the clock. So if they go for two, we're going to finish it in regulation. And they are. Yep, they're going to send the offense back onto the field, number 17. The kicker is back to the sideline, and Midland is going to try to steal one into center and head back to Fremont. So it's 24-23 Dort, Midland, with a two-point conversion try on the way. Your quarterback is Stewart. Stewart, back to pass, rolling right, still rolling, still rolling, looking to the back of the end zone, throws back over the middle, into the end zone, two-point conversion, and Midland has won it. 25-23, 25-23, Midland steals it. 25-24, Midland steals it after trailing at one point 17-0. And the Midland Warriors, after trailing 17-0 midway through the contest, somehow pieced together enough offense and they will head back to Fremont one and one and the Dort defenders a disappointing 0 and one after leading and controlling much of this game Midland does enough at the end to win it by a final score of 25 to 24 25 24 Midland victorious over the Dort defenders let's take a break and we'll be back with the post game show right after this. 